Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Let's do a pop quiz. What is the number one book on trauma called? The what? The body keeps the score, not the spirit keeps the score. The brain keeps the score. The body keeps the score. And so the term mental health leaves out the most important piece, right? And just think of this for a second. The brain is, of course, so important, but I'm going to ask you a question, okay? And I'm going to, this is a facetious question. If we're just meeting, you might be like, is this guy for real? I'm for real. I'm just playing with you though for a second, okay? Imagine what's bigger, your body or your head? Just play with me for a second. I know the answer is obvious. Well, it depends. How big is your ego? I'm just kidding, right? But yes, of course the body is bigger, but we tend to ignore it in the old models, right? The other problem is in the trauma world, we overemphasize the body and we just throw the brain out. It's almost like we just stop at the brainstem and there's no cognitive reappraisal. And a lot of mindset coaches will say, you're just so body focused that you're just not even, you're just like, where is your, you have to be able to change your thoughts at some point. We want to be able to bring them both together. And so we want you to understand that everything your system is doing, I don't care what your diagnosis is. I want you to take on the idea that your system has having a response to something in your history or in the present. It's not a disorder. So instead of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, consider what it would feel like to call it post-traumatic stress response. Instead of ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, what would it feel like to call it attention deficit hyperactivity response? Bipolar disorder, bipolar response. Obsessive compulsive disorder, obsessive compulsive response, right? And we have to start to understand that those responses are a protective response based on your history of what was to keep you safe. So they're a protective response to keep you safe. So if these responses are here to keep me safe, why would I make them wrong? Does that make who follows? Does this make sense? Right? Why would I make my responses wrong? And that's what we do is we make them wrong and we say, change your thoughts, change your life. And we just completely dismiss what our body is trying to do to keep us safe based on what we've been through. Who here feels like that's a bad idea? What do you think? Now, let me ask you a similar question. Who here feels like it's a bad idea to only allow yourself to be someone within the range of responses based on your history? That's also not a good idea because then your future will just be like your past, right? So we want to have a balance between these two things and nervous system inflexibility limits your options and repeats the past when you're inflexible. Okay. Nervous system flexibility gives you more options. So if you want to make more money or have more love or reach the next level in your business, we have to create nervous system flexibility so that you have more options, right? Because you can be, do, or have anything once your nervous system feels safe enough. And what you, uh, 
when you think about it, what are your unrealized hopes and dreams and projects and goals and aspirations and intentions? Just think about that for a second. You've probably been reflective recently. Pop it in the chat. What are some of your unrealized hopes and dreams and projects and goals and aspirations and intentions? It could be maybe you want to lose a certain amount of weight. Maybe you want to make a certain amount of money. Maybe you want a certain type of relationship. Maybe it's something uh, in a business context, right? But what is that? So improve physical and emotional health. Let's get more specific. Retreat Center for Entrepreneurs in Malibu. Love that. That's specific. Retire and start my own coaching business. Love that. That's specific. So uh, if you were going to improve physical or emotional health, what would that give you? Lose 65 pounds, travel to Egypt, start my own coaching business. Love that. So think about that for a second, okay? So think about your unrealized hopes and dreams or what's on your vision board if you do that, right? If you've been doing visioning, what's on your vision board or what's in your journal, right? Finish grad school. Another question or another way to think of it is what are you 99.99% ready to do, but haven't done. You know, just like getting ready to get ready, to get ready, to get ready, to get ready, right? Think about those things, okay? Consider for just a second, well, before I say this, what does it feel like to have those things become uh, named and to notice that they're unrealized? What does that feel like for a second? Frustrating. Start my business back up and make money. How much money, Brenda? Intimate partnership and fulfilling career, okay? Like I, so it can feel frustrating like I failed. Okay, great. So check this out for a second. Hopeless, failure. Okay, check this out. Try this on for a second. Try this on for a second, okay? What would it feel like? Shamed, exactly. Okay, that's pretty normal, okay? What would it feel like for a second to say, you know what? I don't have those things yet because I haven't known how to feel safe enough to have them just yet. What would that feel like to say to yourself? You know what? I don't have those things just yet because I haven't known what it's like to feel safe enough to have those things just yet. What does that feel like to say something like that, to consider that idea? Validating, hope. So just notice, just noticing, yeah, it makes me want to cry. Still frustrating, but safer. Love that. Possibility. So it's important to understand that like everything you've done up until now has been within the scope of what feels safe to your nervous system. And what you haven't done yet, you haven't felt safe yet, okay? And also, it's important to understand, try this on for a size, okay? I don't have those things yet because I might be missing a skill set on how to get them. Like maybe I don't know how to do healthy relationship. Maybe I don't know how to do a six or seven figure business just yet. Maybe I don't know how to have a flexible nervous system. What would it feel like to say to yourself, you know what, I don't have those things yet because... Maybe I haven't felt safe enough to have them. And maybe I don't quite have a skill set just yet. What does that feel like to say those things? It's just a missing skill set and just I need to feel safe enough. That's really it. What would that feel like to say to yourself? Feels better? Possibility? And it's way better than like, I can't because of my whatever the label is. Does that make sense? Right? So it's important to understand that starting to live your purpose is all about beginning to create more nervous system flexibility. That's the most important piece to understand. It's all about creating nervous system flexibility. So the question is, what have you been dreaming about but haven't manifested yet? Think about that for a second, right? What have you been dreaming about but haven't manifested yet? It could be a relationship. It could be financial. It could be something in a business. It could be a health goal, okay? The question I want you to be really honest with yourself on this is this one, okay? How long 
Have you been stuck in high-level coping around that next level? Has it been a week, a day, a month, a year, a decade, many years, two years, all my life? And what does it feel like to think that, you know what, I just need to shift a pattern or two and create more safety and step out of high-level coping? What does that feel like in terms of an, a thought or idea for you? Feeling ready. Love that. Love that. So when it comes to the next level, how is not a feeling, but you might be feeling curious. We'll get to how. Right now we're talking about feelings, okay? Just for a second. All you achievers want to get to the how. I feel you. I feel you with the how, okay? Here's the first step in the how. Let's drop into some emotion for just a second, okay? Some real emotion, right? So when it comes to the next level of your life, okay, if you had an honest assessment, how flexible or inflexible is your nervous system at reaching the next level of your life? Would you say it's more flexible or more inflexible? If you've been stuck for 12 years, might be time to take an honest assessment. So more flexible, but maybe it could be a little bit more flexible. Okay. So how safe do you feel to expand into your dreams and purpose? Think about that for a second. When you think about, I don't know, maybe you want a relationship and actually being vulnerable with somebody. What does that feel like? Right? Or maybe you want to have a seven-figure coaching business and it's time to be seen more, right? Online. Maybe you have a health goal, but you got to prioritize yourself and set boundaries perhaps, right? What does that feel like? Does it really feel safe? Does it feel, do you feel safe enough? That's really the question, right? Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this and hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.